0: Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening ladies and gentlemen. This is Leadership Talk with Adegbeke, the 87 podcast. 87 podcast. Um we're looking at leadership and allergies uh diseases in Africa. Allergic diseases in Africa. Um this is uh such a privilege and honour to be sharing the platform with Dr. Odushote, uh, But before we go into that, we would just like to appreciate uh, uh, the sponsors of this podcast, uh, Work Central NG. Work Central NG. Uh, it's a workspace virtual office uh, situated in Lagos, Nigeria. They uh, provide an enabling environment for SMEs to use their facilities and. They've been adding value for years now. So we want to appreciate Walk Central Ng uh for what they're doing. And so you can follow them on their website or also on Instagram and LinkedIn. So you're welcome, sir. (laughs) Thank
1: you very much for having me in your program this morning. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it could be afternoon, evening, or you know, uh morning. Yes, yes. Yes. Tell us, sir, uh, who is Dr. Olatunde Odishote?
1: Okay, thank you very much. I'm a medical doctor, uh, and I'm proud to say I trained in Ibadan, the only medical school in Nigeria, uh, <laughs> some okay. years ago. Uh, so I'm also a pediatrician, and I actually trained as a pediatrician to start with. And during my training in pediatrics, I saw a gap in dermatologist because a lot of people were treated by adult physician so i saw a gap and uh, i became the first nigerian to train as ph dermatologist uh, wow. and then during my joint dermatology i also saw a gap in allergy i realized that we were in denial as a people so that also got me thinking and eventually i got trained some few years ago maybe five years ago now in south africa as an allergist uh, probably the first west African or nigerian to be trained as an allergist. And that in itself has actually put a burden of leadership on me uh, in my journey to charge uh, the course as well for allergy in Africa. So that's been in brief. That's who I am. And it, I can also say that I also, uh, also started a society, the, the Allergy Society for Nigeria, which is called and and clinical society for Nigeria, who is also a member of the World Allergy Organization. So I'm actually the current chairperson, founder and chairperson of society, also to drive the agenda of allergy in Nigeria with partnership across the globe. Wow! Wow! Awesome!
0: awesome. Congratulations! Congratulations! Now, I, I, this is a leadership podcast, and uh, you know I've known you for many years, and uh, I know you as also as a pastor. Uh, you have been a leader in so many ways, not just um, in your profession, but also in other areas. But I just wanted to speak briefly to what leadership is. What do you think leadership is, sir?
1: Sorry, I, I, I missed you there. Yes,
0: I said, what is leadership to you? I,
1: well, for me, leadership is about uh, creating space for other people to be who they are in the space you have influenced. So it's like, for me, leadership is like you have been graced, you have been opportune to see some few direction in life or gaps okay. in the economy, and then you have been graced, and then you now use your platform to enable other people to get that space and influence, direction, whatever space you are in. Uh, for me, in a medical field, and that's basically what I mean. Uh, I understand leadership, that's what I think. Uh, that's my own concept of leadership
0: awesome awesome thank you for speaking to that. now I want you to speak to why we're here allergic diseases in Africa can you just uh give us an overview and what your thoughts are
1: uh well like I said I will say to you i artists talk on allergy <laughs> by default and basically what has happened I said because I have a child struggling with allergy so, I found it was a major struggle to take away, even as a as a and all that. I saw a lot of gaps. So, I started researching, and I that even Africa, the whole, even globally, uh, since Second World War, the incidence of allergy is increasing. And for some strange reason, the Africans are lagging behind because we're actually in denial that at least the white man is, which is not really true. So. That is like the way to uh, the way I looked at it. So, because of that gap, and because of the fact that we realized that we, were like, we are sitting on a time bomb as a people, uh, and there are no capacity to the rest of the no capacity to deal with the issues in Africa as of today. Let me give an example. Like South Africa, instead of asthma, in South Africa is not one of the highest in the world, It's not. But death from asthma in South Africa is higher than some countries that have lower rates. So that shows. Uh, if we look at other space in Africa, the story is probably be similar. So, in a nutshell, we are sitting on a time bomb, and we are we are not building capacity to address the need in the near future. And that's what I would say is the major body and the major gap that we have to address. Now, let me just uh, be funny but it's true. When I was in medical school, if you ask me a question, in school that the common African man, if I say to you, "Is it just from his beginning right, but today, if I say the same thing, I will fail the exam. So that shows how far we have come with non-communicable disease, and we are not actively in capacity to address those issues. Thank you. Well, thank you, sir.
0: Now, I, I just wanted to speak to what, what do you think should be the way forward even as a leader in that space of uh, allergic diseases? What, what, what's, what should a leader be doing now
1: well, I think the major thing, uh, number one, is advocacy. What I mean by that is, uh, especially with, with the political, political, political um, uh, governance, to make sure that we say that this is an issue that we need to start dealing with. You know, I would say we give to our leaders in medical space, we now understand non communicable diseases to be a major problem. Uh, but see, we are not doing enough for allergy. They are doing enough for asthma, and for diabetes, for attention. We are, we are doing well. But for allergy, we are not doing enough. So I, I think for me, the body is advocacy. We are engaging with people in leadership and silica. We need to start focusing on that. That's mm-hmm. number one. Number two is building capacity across Africa. And, I, I, and fortunately for me, I've had some colleagues in Kenya, in South Africa, that like were trained about the same time. Who share the same vision. So we we are partnering together, like synergies. We need to also build capacity of medical physicians, other doctors, nurses, pharmacists to understand the challenges we are facing and mm. to do what we mm. need to do. I've talked about my power, and then we also need to bring on the pharma companies. You see, the truth that they're in business, but the truth that they are not supporting. The, the allergy in Africa, I've actually engaged with some of the pharma companies, I won't mention names, but it's true that they are not, access to medication is not as good as you want it to be. Mm. You can have all the knowledge, you can have the, all the advocacy, If you are not supported by the pharma company making available drugs that are accessible, that's available, the supply chain is, they are on top of the supply chain, at the end of the day you have not really done anything to improve quality of life of people mm. with asthma in Africa. Mm.
0: Wow, wow, this is so good. If you just joined us, we're looking at leadership and allergic diseases in Africa. And uh, on the platform is Dr. Olatunde Odushote. Um, is an expert in the area of allergy and even in the area of uh, being a pediatrician. is uh, worldly acclaimed and uh, globally uh, recognized. Thank you for coming on Leadership Talk with Adegu Kisa. Now, I want you Thank to you. speak to... Uh, so how do you think uh, capacity can be built even locally in Nigeria? I mean, I know you you spoke to the fact that you just uh, started the uh, association in Nigeria and you're at the inaugural chairman. How can we build capacity even for those who are coming into that space so that they can also add value?
1: So what, okay, like, the, like? thank you very much. So the society, the aim, more, more aim of society is to, Improve training, and that's where okay. we actually piggyback on the World Allergy Organisation because that's the parent body for all sites in the world, and they are very supportive of that. So, the one of the things we're doing in a small way, I, I, we've hosted a couple of online training for doctors, for pharmacies, and we also did one for parents uh, in June. And so, that awareness to say, look, at, we have this care, uh, we need to empower people. Their are mothers, their fathers, nurses, doctors. So we are doing that in, in a small space. But the thing, that I will tell you, all these things cost a lot of money. And mm. so the thing is not there. So we are hopeful that we'll partner with other people. I would say a few former companies have come on board to support us. But we are still awesome. far, far from where we want to be. So the old asset and the old long-term goal is number one, and I've been talking to a few of my friends across the continent, is to yeah. develop a program that we can a certified program for doctors to be able to care for allergies at the primary care level, at the entry level, mm-hmm. because it's true that all these disease can be taken out a lot of those things. So we are looking at developing curriculum for doctors that can even be virtual and then some physical contact, some centers have been accredited to do that. Awesome. So that's what we're doing now. So capacity building cannot be overemphasized. So we are looking at that. And hopefully we'll be able to, we know that we're we'll going to succeed in that space. Okay. And then maybe training, as awesome training workshop, we also have that in the pipeline. Awesome, thank you, well done. Uh, now,
0: I, I know that's from the perspective of practitioners. How about from the pr- perspective of parents? Uh, because I know that, um, You know, for example, I I know uh, a relative that, you know, is allergic to eating uh, shrimps, you know. Once he eats shrimps, you know, he has goosebumps all over his body, you know. Uh, How can we, you know, allay the fears of parents and also equip them, you know, with knowledge? I mean, you, from where you sit, uh, you have the privilege of knowledge and also contacts and uh you are also on ground how can we assist parents i know you said you had a program sometime around june you know how can they have access to practitioners like yourself
1: okay thank you very good i think one of these i'm able to do this because it's also creating awareness within a small space so okay. and, and i also think that you also talk about people having good problems i would say that the, the common condition that i've actually seen in adults and children uh and it can be they can be miserable that's true so mm. we, we hope that at least you no. Know, recently i actually did an interview for punch newspaper to also do good awareness so we'll continue on that track and the truth that we have very few people who are empowered to do this uh, okay. so but the truth that we want to uh maybe use platform like this another platform to say look, you don't have to go out of the country to get services we are awesome. not very many, but we are actually empowered people. I'll tell you a story of a person I see privately. I saw her privately. She went to England and paid good money, a lot of money. And the to be honest between me and you, she just wasted a lot of money doing nothing for a condition that's not so like her. So and I told her, I wish I saw you before you went to England because she's paid close to five thousand pounds. I said if if you instead of paying five thousand pounds, you'll pay one thousand pounds to me and I will do the same thing. And all that she was just laughing at me. But the truth is that. She didn't know that we have capacity in this country so she went wow. out of the country and then she didn't get the optimal care but i had to actually help her to solve that issues and educate her, I educate her. so i would say that we are not where we want to be but we'll continue to use platform like this and not platform to educate people and say okay we have some people that can help you uh overcome some reality conditions and then with governments to also Increase advocacy. As an a company, I think the major for me, the major focus from parents is former company. to so say, at mm. you are business, but we can partner with you to give access to people and to educate people, and then we can get to where we need to be as a people. Thank you. Okay. So awesome. Thank you.
0: Now for the app the listener, those who might be listening to this podcast, you know, um, what are the common you know uh, allergies that you know. You know, I mean, that you can just share
1: with us maybe a few. Okay, see, I think people are familiar with asthma. Asthma is still very common in this environment, and like I can say from my from from, from to me, the way asthma is being cared for this country is suboptimal. optimal So asthma is mm-hmm. one. Allergic rhinitis is also another one where people call it a fever. People just stay and eat their nose. See, a fever will not kill you, but can make your life miserable in that way. Your quality mm-hmm. of life, your of sleep, and all that. And that's the major problem. So we also have adrenaline, where people just eat their eyes regularly. That's also, it might not, at least some of them are to blindness, but more often than not, it's just a mystery. Then we have things like atopic dermatitis, where it's the allergy of the skin. And then food allergy is also there. Uh, and then the other condition that people talk about is chronic spontaneous urticaria, where people just break out in rashes for no reason. And they eat and eat. And but it's, it's not like to kill them. But that was to be life miserable. So the other thing like drug allergy, I can tell you that for free, that some of the cases of people dying during uh, surgery, some of them are attributed to allergy, to drugs given during surgery. And wow. areas that we need to also empower doctors, uh, anesthetists and all that, to look out for, other things to look out for, to prevent such on the subject So that's the kind of thing that we have. And then we have even uh, people having allergy to uh, food like shrimp, I mean, in adults in Nigeria, I find with people like shellfish and fish, uh common allergy. For children, we have milk, egg, peanuts. So, so that's some of the groups of conditions that are uh, uh, likely to cause that. Uh, and the, the other things like anaphylaxis, I mean, last year we did something for anaphylaxis, for adults, for physicians, and uh, even for parents on anaphylaxis. Anaphylaxis is the severe form allergy that can kill in seconds, if not, wow. if well, it be the right thing about you can be empowered. You can be educated to know what to do, and then you can prevent death.
0: Thank you so much, sir. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, this is this is very 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 uh, much needed at this time because um, when you speak to you know milk allergy, peanuts, you know uh, shrimps, and these are you know the types of food that some people love so much and. Even while they have to stay off it because they don't want to have a reaction um it can be it can be quite challenging but i i know that um we are still going to ask you because we're you know conscious of the fact that you're a professional and um, you know some of those um things that are needed to be done you might not be able to share in detail but for you know, for someone who might be listening to this podcast, you know, who might have any allergy at all, is it you know like you said, some would not you know necessarily lead to death, you know, like a fever, but the discomforts can be can be very very challenging. Uh, Can you just uh, speak to anyone, you know, that you think might benefit from this uh, podcast? You know, how they can, be, you know, you know benefit from all how they can tap into your wealth of knowledge, one or two things, you know, even before they can have access to you. Um, just speak okay. to them.
1: Well, okay, let me, let me say number one, at least, you know, medical speaking, I can't give all the information, but what I said to yeah. you, number one, make sure you talk to the right people. Okay. So I will talk to right people. And then number two is that if you're in doubt, consult your physician. But I can say awesome. this for free that for for a fever in this environment, the commonest cause is outdoor smite and cockroach. Right. Mm. Uh we do we have people with uh, we've done some studies with among the entire population here. So mm. the funny all, the police and all that is not and we don't have a lot of in in Nigeria. So that yeah. grass and all that are not made. And then a lot of us uh, maybe maybe in the next 10-15 years, because we now have pets, dog and cats, but it's not the major problem here. So I'll say to mm. you if you have allergy. And mm-hmm. look at cocoa and, and, and then there are basic drugs that is you, you can take but again so if you talk to right people they can advise you uh oh, sure. like i said we're trying to build capacity across so if you are in doubt a lot of the doctors now know that we have allergies around if they're mm-hmm. in doubt they they can call and, you know like i said to people everybody has a chat footprint if you're in doubt go online those Google, and then reach out some i mean, i have had calls to consult for people and say, we can do this, do this. And if you in they see me uh, either in government, I work in government, I work, and they also consult privately, uh, and you can help. At least so give some kind of advice and all that, and see what you can do. But it's the truth that we are in a position to help, and we're willing to help, and we are willing to empower people to overcome oh, their allergies. Awesome.
0: Thank you for what you're doing and your leadership sir. We we appreciate you, and um, we really value you know, what you're doing, because it takes um, being selfless and uh, really being very deep uh, to come up in this kind of environment and space. Uh, because particularly gladly, when you have a situation where people have been overwhelmed, you know, they've gone all over the place looking for help, you know, because of the discomforts they go through. Uh, it's, it's a breath of fresh air to hear from uh, leaders like you who are willing and available to provide the necessary supports and help. You know, it's it's quite refreshing sir. so congratulations once again. Now, I I just have um, two or three more questions. Now, um, I just wanted to speak to just one person out there. You know, I know I've asked you to you know, I the affairs, or it could be practitioners, it could be um, parents. I just want, you know, in 30 seconds, a word of advice.
1: So, so yeah, let me start by talking to practitioners first. Uh, okay. is, uh, is, we, are, we are sitting on time bomb and very soon we'll be putting out training programs for doctors, for nurses, for uh, phys- pharmacists. And I want you to unveil uh, yourself the opportunity to be empowered to be able to treat people. And like I said, the same thing we're going to do for mothers and parents. I mean, we're like a society that we form probably is advocacy, empowerment, prevention. And we're going to share some few tips about awesome. what to do. So even if we look in that space, we'll be able to empower parents and say, okay, this is what we need to do. This is what you need to do. And it's not rocket okay science. So even the future of medicine is to empower the patient to be able to do what they need to do after the first concession with your with, with your of physician. And then with Absolutely. the advent of for tele, telecom and platform like this, you can actually talk to doctors online. So we are mm. open to also to train people and to say this is what we need to do. And I believe we will get there. It's a slow mm. step Once the time, but we'll get there. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Now um, if our listeners want to reach you, how, how can they reach you? Your social media platforms or how can they reach you?
1: Okay, well, I'm active on social media. I'm on LinkedIn. My LinkedIn, I'm just uh, a lot to shorter. Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm okay. on uh, Instagram okay. as T uh, okay. i am There and on Facebook with my name a lot to be So I'm active on those all, the, all those social media: LinkedIn, wow. uh, uh, Facebook, and uh, IG. So I'm there. Okay. And also, okay. That's also, I also on IG uh, on uh, on IG. I think we also on Facebook. So out to us and we'll be able to help and provide some counsel wow wow awesome awesome awesome
0: you've heard it from him uh dr Udushote is a practitioner uh, a medical doctor and also a specialist in the area of allergy um, particularly when it comes to the african uh, continent uh is a leader in that space and he's spoken to uh, the areas of um, what needs to be done for practitioners and also parents and was also share these uh, details and contacts. And um, also, he's also spoken about capacity building, because that's very important in terms of, you know, for people to be able to um, reach out to those who are knowledgeable in that field, because it can be uh, quite challenging when you spend a lot of your resource, you're adding money, on the and on, you know uh seeking help from the wrong places. So I'm so I'm so honored, sir, to receive you on this podcast. And you know your thoughts are very deep. And I have no doubt that those who are going to be listening to the replay uh, of this podcast will benefit uh, to a large extent. So uh, please feel free to reach out to Dr. Ola Tsunde if you're a practitioner and if you're also a parent. Uh, so that you can get the uh, proper advice. Uh, so, just one more. Um, do you have anything you'd like to say before we end this session?
1: Well, I want to say number no one, thank you for what you're doing about leadership in Africa in this space. It's yeah. very heartwarming to see people passionate about building capacity across all uh, sector of leadership, and it's commendable. I, I thank you for all you're doing uh, for Africa for this country. And I also want to say I'm honored to be part of this journey with you. It's something we need to do to raise the bar and to help our people. Uh, I appreciate you for inviting me. And I, it's been also encouraging for me earlier. Like I told you, I've learned some new, some new tricks from you about platform. Maybe <laughs> I need to also start the process uh, of I yeah, uh, so I can share my Yeah, please. Uh, feel, I feel, I free feel
0: free. Feel uh, free. You know, we, we were going through our analytics uh, last week. And uh, we, we we pushed it out, and people were listening to us in Canada, in Dubai, UAE, in the US, in Australia, in Hong Kong, in India, you know, far from places. And you know, it's it's really been uh, a pleasure adding value globally. We started, you know, with just a few podcasts, but now this is the 87 podcast. Um, wow. And you know, you'd be amazed at the reach also of this you know, discussion, and um, the people that will be listening, you know, because people are looking for solutions, they're looking for knowledge, uh, they want something fresh, something challenging, something that will solve their uh, immediate challenges or even uh, be able to also help others, you know, so thank you for creating the awareness, sir, and we we appreciate you, and uh, so once again, thank yes, thank you so much. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a another powerful session on leadership and allergic diseases in africa i've had the privilege and honor of hosting dr olatunde Odishote. thank you so much everyone stay blessed and bye you want to say bye bye to the audience
1: thank you very much for having me god bless you
0: yes thank you wow